Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I've met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another episode of In Your Piel. I'm very excited for today's episode. We're going to be featuring an esthetician and a permanent makeup artist that went to the same aesthetic school where I studied in New York, Christine Valmi. So today I want to introduce you to Claudia Lamb. Welcome, Claudia. Hi, Claire. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy. This is my first um, podcast. I'm nervous a little bit, but I'm I'm happy to share all my things with you. You're going to do great. This is fine. So, Claudia, you're originally from Peru and you live in New York. It's been over 20 years, I think you, you're telling me. That's great. Uh, maybe you could talk a bit about um, what made you want to cr- pursue a career in beauty just to start off. Yes, I'm here like for 20 years. The time flies really, mm-hmm. but I'm happy. Uh, I think New York is one of the reasons that I pick beauty as my profession. Um, I always like makeup. I always like skincare since I was a little girl. I was always picking like my daddy's little pimples or my grandfather's little pimples. So I started that way. But anyway, I always have these, um, you know, questions and things, thinking about what is underneath maybe the skin and many other things that, that got me to what I wanted to be. So when I came to New York, of course, I was looking for some schools and also magazines and everything. And by chance, I got um, a, a place that I can see like how maybe the business and the aesthetics was moving a little bit. Mm. So my interest got bigger. And of course, I entered to study and to go to the school that you went, um, Christine Barney in New York. I think it was one of the biggest um, goals that I, I achieved because I really like skincare, uh, beauty, and everything that it has to deal with, aesthetics in general. Yeah, no, it was a great school and it was fun. One of my favorite classes is actually the makeup class because you just get to play and it's like you get to, we went on a field trip and we went to the, yeah. the makeup like forever store and down, <laughs> down in the village. It was super fun. And yes, it's yeah, beautiful every- and, and it's, it's very interesting because it's not only like a skin, it's many other things that you exactly. you study and you see and you play with. 
the chemistry and just doing extractions. Yes. I didn't, maybe something I didn't like was getting a facial every day because that was a, a bit too much when we were practicing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. My skin was a little rough afterwards because of all everyone's practicing doing extractions. <laughs> Nobody you. knows what they're doing yet. <laughs> Everybody was practicing on you. Oh my God. Everyone's me? practicing on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I like to practice in everyone, but. Uh -huh. For someone to be practice on me, it was like maybe once or twice, only when yeah. it was like a test or something yeah. that they really have to do. They had to, yeah. Yeah, but I, I would like to like do it in more people. But for me, it was only one or twice. And when I we're learning, very... and when we're doing things like we're learning how to wax people and doing these very oh painful treatments, and when we don't yes, know what we're doing I yet, remember. <laughs> I remember. Oh my God, waxing. Wow, and especially the first classes or maybe the first treatment we have to do. Oh my goodness! But it's it's, it's nice to remember because everyone has to start somewhere. So yes, for sure, everybody started somewhere, and it was is still a great school. I think it's one of the is I think it's the best one. Yeah, especially no, I, here in I New agree. York. Yeah. Claudia, maybe you can talk about um, your upbringing in Peru, in Peru and if it had any influence on your decision to enter the industry. Um, yes, I can tell you in Peru, I used to be a flight attendant for like several years. Great. I started very young, really almost after high school. I went to, to study to be a mm -hmm. flight attendant and I got picked. And you know, when you are a flight attendant, everything's supposed to look like perfect. Mm -hmm. on you like before your flight after your flight mm -hmm. they also give you some classes you know like of appearance so I think I always have the the feeling like I wanted to be something that it has to get with all these aesthetics but that it take me more um influence you know like to to pick my my career mm -hmm. so that way it was you know one of the the reasons Another reason is my mom, she always, you know, like nighttime, daytime, <laughs> every time she wears screens and things, my grandmother the same. So I was always looking and growing up in that environment. environment. So always around beauty. I remember like my mom had a hair stylish, like he always come to the house to do mm -hmm. her hair and many other times like to do her hands. She doesn't like to go to the places. And over there is a little easy, you know, for us when, when yeah, you have yeah. to get somebody to your house to do the treatment. So it was that way. Yeah. So I always I was always curious, I was always there and sometimes I always treated myself too, <laughs> even in a young age. Uh-huh. Yes. No, that's great. No, I my my family in Colombia they always have the the manicure lady comes to the house and they get the massages and it's just it's different Everything. there. It's it's not yes. like here where you have uh -huh. to go drive to the place and do all these things and wait and do line. your appointment and oh, everything. Yeah. There you just call and they, they come, come to you. <laughs> they come to you. <laughs> I know it's probably not that formal, but mm -hmm. it was it was good. And also they you know like whatever they they did as a treatment, it was perfect after mm -hmm. so. And also another influence that I got is um, I have a cousin that uh, he was a doctor. You okay. know, unfortunately he passed away, but okay. he, um, one time I had an accident and he's the one who has to sue my, my uh, feet, one of my feet. 
Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, like on that time, I think is when I realized that like I wanted to know more and I wanted to know very well about the skin because mm -hmm. my skin was suffering a little bit. My skin yeah. was, you know, taking a long time to heal. And they were lying to me at the beginning because they were saying, no, it's going to take only like seven days or uh -huh. 10 days. No. It took me like three months. Yeah. So like for me, especially to get in the water, like let's say to go to the beach or something. So I was very curious on that um, time of my life too about, yeah. you know, especially skin. Yeah. It's fascinating to learn all the different layers and which layers absorb the products oh, yes, and how yes. everything works and... It's amazing, and I think the learning never ends yeah. because it's no, when so you, many when things you, that you never finish. Exactly. You get your license, and then you really start to learn. So. Yes, really. <laughs> yeah. um, so you have your own business from um, what I've been able to, to research about you and what you've been able to tell me. Why don't you tell me a bit about that? So you do, obviously, aesthetic things like facials and hair yes. removal, but you also do uh, permanent makeup. Yes, um, I'm an institution for a little while. I I think I graduated on 2005. Mm -hmm. I started studying in 2004. So I've been an institution for a long time. And at the beginning, I worked in different spas in the city, like Bliss and uh, Oceana. I don't know if you remember, but it was like famous, yeah. really good spas. I think on that time, it was the time for like big spas and, you know, for the people to go to the places and everything. So I remember one time I was recruited by um, one of the Bliss um, managers to be and to do aesthetic treatments that on the floor in one department store. Okay. So I started doing facials or mini facials and also waxing on the floor. Like, wow. let's say in a department store. I yeah, think yeah. I was the pioneer, like one of the first who started that because nobody else was doing that in general. It was a really amazing, um, you know, to start doing this because I can see like people was curious, people was making lines and, you know, to get the treatment. And everybody can see you, but it wasn't bad because everything was very, you know, as an esthetician, you know, all the the steps and everything that you have to do and take care for the client, for the visual and everything. So it was very nice. So I started doing that. And then little by little, um, I think I went more onto the retail environment in beauty because okay. I was working with also beauty brands like La Mer, like um, SK2 okay. and all these things. And then um, on 2000. 17 I was very curious about uh, permanent makeup I already seen different kind of pictures and posts everywhere and I was so curious because you know as an esthetician and as a makeup artist you can always you always look for like more perfection or perfectionist mm -hmm. like when you wanted to do a client so what I see is um, I think the microblading just started on that time mm -hmm. so i was looking and researching and then is it was a time that that i looked for the school to be a permanent makeup artist that it has to do a lot mm -hmm. with the aesthetics and also with the skincare because mm -hmm. uh, especially when you do permanent makeup it really had to get involved so much um the skin so 
I started doing that. I'm so happy doing it. And my business, I opened it like probably a year and a half, almost two years ago by myself because I was doing more like a freelance. Yeah. I was doing freelance uh, in different places in the city uh, and working at the same time with my full-time work. But um, I think it's it's the time that I figured out that this is, the way that I supposed to go and continue because it's really my passion. I love to work in retail. I love to work for beauty brands that they were amazing. Mm-hmm. But I think my passion is this. I I love to do um, you know transformations. I love to do makeovers. I love I'm to do way. like treatments. Yeah. yeah, and also to see you know the difference. Yeah, when you no. see a client, I I think my challenge clients is like the clients that they have the probably like more um concerns about the skin those are the clients that i take it like even like happier (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i think like the difference that you see after is is major and that made me happy so that's the way that i i was driving everything and also you know i believe in god so i also think like that was um, a sign, maybe, because I was working for a long time in the in the retail, in the retail as, as we said. Mm-hmm. But then it was that time that um, maybe COVID started almost. Yeah. That I I make sure that I have to do this for me and yeah. for myself and for other people too. Absolutely no, and mm-hmm. that's that's so important. That's so crucial that you're focusing on what makes you happy and especially the fact that you're doing your own you have your own business it's it's great because you can set the appointment time whereas if you're at someone else's spa they give you oh, okay you have one hour to do the facial and you have very limited time to do extractions even if the acne is very bad just it's hurry cool. in and out get get everything out high frequency everything get it over with and yeah and and everything you have sure you to do them. it in a rush and make you sure you sell because... them some product <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's very stressful <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i use tiny little bit of product no and you know this because you have the experience on this also mm-hmm. i i work in places as i told you and mm-hmm. in nice places with really good um, skincare brands mm-hmm. you know to use it as a treatment but I was very limited also with my time, with my advice to the customer, because I think like um, being an esthetician and being in the aesthetics, um, you know, uh, profession is not only like you see the client, you take the client, you do everything on the client and that's it. Bye bye. It's many things that get involved from the beginning to the end. Because it's almost like you are the psychologist and you have to be the therapist. And then after you have to be the follower, you know, you have to follow up. Marketing. And you have the marketing and everything because it's it's all in one, you know. It's not only the treatment. Mm -hmm. No, there's so many different components and there's so much behind the facial. When I I would go in in Queens for a facial and this was before I'd become an esthetician and I was talking to them and, oh, what does this do? What does this product do? What does that ingredient do for the skin? And they just told me, you should be an esthetician. You should go to school for this because you're really interested in it. And they they saw the passion while I was lying there on the table. I was supposed to be relaxed, but I was just so interested in what was going on. What were the steps doing? What what does that machine Mm -hmm. do? Yeah. Yes, yes. I I have them to thank for that. (laughs) That you have to, for sure. It's the same with me. I always, I was always curious, asking, 
or maybe looking at and then researching myself because I like mm-hmm. to research a lot. Me too. So, yeah. yeah. But it's a, I, I believe it's a very nice profession and especially for us now, uh-huh. I think it's much better than before. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more open to everyone because mm-hmm. I think it, at some time, uh, people had a, a, a different way of seeing like an aesthetician now than before. Yeah. And that also is, is good for us. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. No, we, mm-hmm. We're the experts. We know more than people on the internet and Pinterest and YouTube and all of these, all yeah. of these different scams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, so on the topic of COVID and challenges, what, were, what are some of the, the business challenges that you've um, gone through and how, how did you yes, overcome um, it? It was a lot of challenges. Um, I, I closed for sure, like all the time that we're supposed to be, you know, in quarantine and we're supposed to be mm-hmm. closed. Uh, we have to do many uh, posters all over and many uh, information, give, provide so much information to the customer and also mm-hmm. to us because everything was new. Uh, I did my, my tests and my, my classes for Barbie Seed and other things that we need to know as, a, as a technicians. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the, 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 the highest challenge she was like probably um, close for a little while because yeah. I feel like when you started and you are very new, you just want to continue and keep going Absolutely. and keep going. So I wasn't feeling afraid, but I was feeling a little sad because we need to close for a little while, for several months. But I think it was for the best because yeah. that was the only way. Not only for me, for many other people. For everyone, yeah, of course. Yeah, and especially that you are very close to the customer. You know, you have to be, you have to take extra precaution. We're exactly. still doing it. I still doing it. Uh, and when we reopen, we make sure, like, you know, to follow all the steps and to follow all the protocols to That's continue so doing treatments. Yeah, I have, like, a little checkup before, like, saying if you have it or if you didn't have uh-huh. also the temperature also the like um, and all of these yes the vaccine now is is much better but we're still protecting ourselves of course, uh, from no, the client can. side and from my side absolutely because they're, yeah. they're lying there without any protection and so they're depending on you to to take it seriously yeah. to to protect them yeah and so. i think those months also people knew it because nobody wants to leave the house to be honest mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. was indoors yeah. and nobody wants to get a treatment. And of course, I was agree because yeah. I will not go in those circumstances, you know, to work also. So did, did you have a virtual store or how did you kind of survive during those months when you couldn't be working? Did you do virtual consults? Or? N- not to be honest. I was no? just at home. Uh-huh. I, the way that I survive is because, you know, the way that I'm working Mm-hmm. Is is I think easy when you start it mm-hmm. because I rent the place, but I rent for the days that I go, which mm-hmm. is really good for me too. And it was understanding for the owner of the place mm-hmm. because of COVID, so it didn't affect me in that side uh, that much. That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, Chloe- I think it will be different if you get like you pay the rent like every month and then you stop it and then it's no yeah, way you because don't have you any don't income work. coming in yeah no. and this this came from many other um you know 
colleagues and, and people that they have to close, unfortunately, or many people stopped it, or many people have to leave the places. It was very sad. But I think now it's um, getting better and everybody's yeah. recovering. Yeah, no, the world is kind of opening up finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally, yeah. Uh, Claudia, maybe you can talk for anyone listening that's thinking about opening their own business or they want to become a permanent makeup artist or an esthetician. Is there any advice that you wish you would have known when you were starting that you know now that you can share? Yes. <laughs> of course, I would like to share um, some, you know, some advices. Hopefully, is is helpful. But um, I think when you started, um, you have to do a lot of research. What you want to do really, if you like, if you have the passion to do it, and if you're going to continue, um, if you're going to be persistent, because I think that's the key for everything. Like, since I started um, to now, I didn't stop learning, because let's say after I have the podcast, I have some classes. So I was driving my, myself, you know, like, by myself. But if you have maybe an advisor, it will be really good and maybe easy to collect all that information. Another good advice, it will be to go to a good place to study because um, for me at the beginning, it wasn't that great, um, especially when I started uh, permanent makeup. It's very important to go to a very good place to study and to finish and to get your certificate and everything. Otherwise, it's going to be so many um, questions and so many things that you have it mm. on the air and you have to find out yourself yeah and, and it's important uh, to be confident when you're because permanent makeup is essentially it, a tattoo so you have to know what you're doing you can't just yes pass and the i can and tell you <laughs> and i can tell you it take you probably more than two years to be confident and it take you probably longer to be what you're gonna be let's say in my case I continue my education because I know where I want to be, where I want to be, or the way that I, I I know the way that people want me to see, like my work and myself. Mm -hmm. So I still educating myself. It's like you never stop. There's so many new treatments now. There's so many new, uh, much technology now that you can use. So it's always something that you, you keep learning and learning. And another advice it will be also, like, I'm in the middle of that. <laughs> look for a, an accounting, look for people who can help you also on the on the retail or on the productivity uh, Absolutely. side, because it. it's very important. <laughs> Outsource help, it's, it's important, or else you, yes. can, you can only do uh, so much. <laughs> no, no, it's too much. And also, because for me, it was very challenging, Instagram also, um, you know, the productivity side of uh, still like a little no. headache for me, but I'm, I'm looking into, into that to work um, better and to yeah. do better. No, I, I love your Instagram page. So while we're on oh, that topic, so people say people are in New York, how can they come find you or what's your Instagram handle? So yes. Um, my Instagram, you can find me by Instagram. My Instagram is Claudia Lam Beauty. Uh, my website is building up again. Uh, because, you know, I wanted to have it complete and nice. Not perfect because, you know, yeah, perfect yeah. doesn't exist. <laughs> but um, that they can DM or they can email to me. It's my phone number, my email, and my DM. 
Perfect. No, I'm sure yeah. you're going to get a lot of traction from this interview. So oh, this thank you so much. I'm so happy to, to be with you talking about this. Absolutely. I know also like you are in the same field. It's nice and it's very important because I feel like you are the voice for all of us that are, we are thank working in a, in a room or in a place, you know. Yeah, I'm you trying are the to, voice. That's, that's the goal of this. I'm I'm also a marketer, so I'm I'm willing to. Oh, I want to kind of combine everything that I know to kind of help people in the spa industry. So yeah, you're very smart, and this is thank really you. nice. Thank you. I love thank it. You. Okay, well, that's all for today. I will put Claudia's information in the description below, and thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. Expect new episodes every Friday, so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story. <laughs>